welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. This is episode six, and I am so pleased to be back. I have some interesting new Kitty Liquor glasses here. Uh, they are little birdies. If you are only listening to this, you need to watch it on YouTube. Uh, basically, it's a birdie-shaped cocktail glass. And I found these on some random website. I just stuck a lime in the butthole because <laughs> it kind of looked like tail feathers. Uh, I've got a blue and a red. Um, I decided to do two because I think that they look cute in pairs. And they're little lovebirds. <laughs> so uh, it will be a mystery. Actually, okay, I'll tell you what's on the, in the red one. It's vodka cranberry and a bit of sparkling water i think it's probably going to be completely flat <laughs> uh, what's interesting though is see this little bubble in his forehead if i just tip it enough it gets rid of it so i can actually like even though the head is higher than the liquid level it fills up uh, and then, of course, my blue signature kitty elixir is still a mystery. And I still have not disclosed what exactly is in it. But I will one day. <laughs> so I'm going to be playing around not just with my hair today. I'm going to be playing around with my shirt as well. This is a Sugar Thrills top. It was part of the recent Sugar Thrills haul that I just did <laughs> uh, the biggest one yet I think uh, the box literally was the size of a coffin <laughs> and so heavy and I was like what the hell like why uh, it must have been the roller skates but anyway so I've got a ton of brand new sugar thrills fun stuff and I know you probably don't care but I do and it's exciting for me and lovely and you'll be seeing more of it on my channel and on my podcast <laughs> or listening to it, I should say. So you may notice something, tan lines. <laughs> and I try to avoid them at all cost because tan lines don't fit fare well when you're kind of a bikini model. It's still weird for me to call myself that, but that's kind of what I do is I showcase bikinis. And I wore a racerback tank top this past weekend and I stupidly did not put sunscreen where the racer pack like the racer back goes so racer back is is sort of like I'll just put a picture of it right here <laughs> but I burnt myself right in the like the center cups of the racer bag. <laughs> it's so stupid and I'm like I have to film a micro bikini video like I've got it or videos I should say and but you guys understand. Not, it is what it is. Uh, but typically, I slather myself in 30. And then I just wear fake tan. So it looks like I'm tan, but I'm really not. <laughs> uh, it's also not good when you can't see your burn that you're getting because you have so much fake tanner on. <laughs> uh, and my nails are a little wild and crazy. I typically just stick to an ombre French nail. But today I've got a gorgeous, you're not going to be able to see because of the lighting. Back here you can. Neon peach color. And I love them. I also have 
a massive mosquito bite on the top of my foot. Now, spring mosquitoes are the worst. They're the biggest. And because your body is so not used to having any type of like mosquito venom in it, it the first few mosquito bites of the season are, for me, like half an egg, like And I was very thankful that I didn't get it on my forehead or somewhere where you can see it. Uh, But it's itchy as hell and super bothersome. But hey, that's just how it goes sometimes. Uh, I'm super interested to taste test a couple of these cocktails. And I mean, really, if this was a chicken cocktail, I just think that's funny. Uh, and so, like I said, this is a vodka cranberry sparkling water, but like I said, I made it (laughs) earlier this morning. (laughs) I was actually planning on filming a lot sooner than I did. So that's why it's flat. Uh, but should we give it a shot? I wonder if I can get the lemon to go in (laughs) without spraying myself in the eye. I just sprayed myself in the face. Okay, screw it. No lemon. Bottoms up. Literally. How did I spill? (laughs) I guess I got to just wrap my lips around it like a straw. Ooh, tasty. It could use some lime. Did I call that a lemon? Apologies. It's a lime. (laughs) Sometimes I say things. And then I don't realize that I've screwed it up to like way too much later. <laughs> and then I'm like, did I like screw that up? You know, you know what I mean? You know, when you say something off or you call somebody by the wrong name or something and then you just go with it. But then later you're like, oh, crap, did I say that? Did I do that? That's me constantly. All right, fine. I guess I'll try the other one too. twist my arm. I'm not going to get lime in there. I could do it like a tequila shot. Whoa. All right. I actually love lemon and lime. And when I was a kid, I used to get like the little vinegar packets at McDonald's back when they used to have vinegar in little packets. Do you guys remember that? And uh, just sip on them. I just loved that sour tartness. But I think I paid the price because now if I have anything too acidic, my teeth just hurt. <laughs> it's like I, I've evaporated every trace of enamel on my teeth. Um, but when you're a kid, you just don't know. And I don't even think my parents knew that I was doing that. I think that it was kind of like drinking creamers at the table, you know, then you'd be at a restaurant. And of course, every kid's like drinking the creamers, you know. My parents would kind of be okay with it for a little while, but after I had like six or seven, they're like, okay, that's enough. So I was like, oh, my little (laughs) vinegar packet, sneaking them, putting in my pocket, just like sipping, (laughs) sipping on them at night. (laughs) So it's, yeah, not the best for my teeth, but okay. So today I have a jam packed episode for you and I'm excited Uh, I did receive some submissions from you guys, video submissions. I don't really have enough yet usable ones uh, for like using it on an 
episode of Kitty Liquor, but uh, they're still rolling in and I'm going to go through them and kind of pick and choose which ones would suit the episode. I don't know if I'll do them every episode, but I, if I have enough of them, I definitely will. Enough ones that I can show. <laughs> you guys, I knew it. I'd be getting some weird ones and it's super entertaining though. And I just want to say, just clap, just stay classy. Okay. <laughs> just keep it classy. So I want to continue with a couple segments. Uh, I did have some really hilarious suggestions for my joke segment. And one person said, I can't remember who it was exactly. I'd have to go back, but uh, suggested Witty Kitty. And I thought that is it. And then I kind of was thinking a little bit more and I came up with Kitty Twisters. <laughs> Instead of Titty Twisters, get it? <laughs> anyway, uh, so that is going to be the name of my joke segment. So I've got cat facts. I've got kitty twisters. And also, I th you guys loved the sort of improv role play segment in my last podcast where I kind of like walked us through a date um, and made it up as I went. So I think that I'm going to make I'm going to do that every episode because I am a bit of a storyteller. And having such a photographic memory and like just a visual imagination, I can kind of pull off some interesting stories sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense to you at all. Sometimes I feel like when I'm talking to people that I'm speaking a totally different language and it takes me back to when I was a kid, when I was so in my own head about things that I, people looked at me like I was an alien. And Rightly so, <laughs> because if I think back to some of the weird things I used to do as a kid and uh, things that I even forgot about that I was reminded of when I went back to my hometown where I grew up and then these people were like, oh yeah, you were that kid that did this and this and this. And I was like, oh my God. One of them was I used to sing to myself out loud, randomly, like on the bus, I would just bust out and I think because I had the song in my head and then you know when you're just like you got a song stuck in your head and you just kind of start singing it and that that was me all the time but I used to do this thing where I'd go boom chicka boom chicka rock chicka boom chicka boom chicka boom chicka rock chicka boom <laughs> just create this like beat in my head but that was exactly it and then <laughs> and then this girl came up to me that went to like kindergarten with me and uh, although I think I think to grade three and she was like yeah you used to do this like boom chicka boom chicka and she said it like she repeated it exactly so I must have done it so much that she like remembered exactly what it sounded like uh I also had a big gap between my front teeth and my mom used to cut my bangs but my bangs started literally at the top of my head up here so they were this thick and and you know whatever like at the time I didn't really mind until one day I was like mom I'm growing my bangs out. And then she tried to cut them again. And I was like, no, and I ran away. And then I had to use bobby pins to pin them back until they grew out because I just had the weirdest looking hair because my hair was down to like my butt, really long blonde hair, greasy, of course, because when you're a kid, you don't really give a shit. And I was, I was kind of late to discover like, not I don't want to say hygiene, but 
to kind of care about it. You know, when you're younger and then you start to, oh, you know, somebody says your breath is bad or wash your hair, you know, you kind of start to clue in (laughs) that you should probably shower or brush your teeth or whatever. And I mean, I should brushing teeth is a bad example because I always brush my teeth, but like washing my hair. Eh, you know, we I didn't use dry shampoo. Like if dry shampoo was a thing, that would have just been a lifesaver for me. <laughs> anyway, so I, uh, how did I get on that tangent? So yeah, three segments, cat facts, kitty twisters. And then I want to do, like I said, this kind of imaginary role play where I walk you through some sort of scenario, but I make it up as I go. And so I need a name for that too. So if you have a suggestion <laughs> for that, uh, please put it in the comments below. I couldn't believe how many of you, you know, had ideas and super hilarious and all of your jokes and stuff in the comments, super funny. So I want to ask you if you have any hidden talents. Now, I think there was a show, I think it might have been Jimmy Fallon or something that I would watch and they would have audience members come up and showcase their hidden talent and sometimes it would be somebody who could do ventriloquism ventriloquism really well or people that could I don't know fart on command (laughs) Uh, but I uh, I was curious what your hidden talents are because let me know in the comments down below if you have any hidden talents and uh, what kind of thing you bust out at a party once in a while I can't really say that I have any real hidden talents. Uh, I'm extremely strong. I always have been freakishly strong. Um, And I mean it. (laughs) I'm not just making it up. My mom used to tell me stories, and I remember this. I used to tow a wagon around my aunt's backyard with my brother, my sister, and my other cousins. (laughs) And I would be going around and around in a circle. And I mean, partly it's because you're 12 and, you know, the oldest. And uh, but I just remember mom just telling me she couldn't believe it, how long I could go. And I thought if I ever were to have gone into some sort of sport specifically, uh, I probably could have become an Olympic athlete. And I'm not saying that because I'm full of myself or conceited or anything. Uh, I just have the build and the strength to conquer. <laughs> it's the truth. And I have no shame in admitting it. Uh, I do work out five days a week. Uh, that's actually a lie. Four at best. But Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm with my personal trainer. And then the other two or three days a week, if it's a good week, I'm on my spin cycle. So anyway, uh, I try to stay in good shape. I really enjoy being strong and being able to, you know, lift things and have six grocery bags on each arm minimum uh that's just that's one of my hidden talents so don't challenge me to a push-up competition or a speaking competition (laughs) i'm also musical (laughs) and what i mean is i can sing and i do play guitar but i haven't for a few years now because of these These nails, it's good for strumming, but it's not good for pushing down the strings to make notes. So that has been my excuse for a while to not play guitar. Um, But I do have 
the first, the very first YouTube videos that I put out was actually a video that I had made for my family just to, because I'm like, I wrote a song, check it out. And rather than play for it, play it for them live, I just made a YouTube video and then uh, actually had a friend help me make the video. And then, so those were some of the first, that was the first taste of YouTube that I ever had. And in fact, one of them sort of gained a lot of traction and had like a quarter of a million views. And I'm like, blown away like there was a secret that I kept I was like yeah yeah I play and <laughs> I was like nah I got a quarter million views and then my family's was like what what's going on um and it was not necessarily because of how good the song was because I wrote the song played guitar and then I also sang um it was just more more because of how my friend kind of structured the video and then it was more about like famous love scenes from superhero movies or whatever so that's where that came from if you're interested it will be linked below let me write that down so that i don't forget where the frick is my pen no i have to get up give me a sec um i'm gonna take this time to show you my my list yes i'm canadian and this is just another damn list the reason why i think i was boom chicka boom chicka rocka chicka booming in my childhood is because I grew up with a very musical family. My mom and my dad traveled in a band with two of my aunts, one of my uncles, uh, I think three at one point. They traveled all over the place for like 10 years. They traveled to Japan and they were, they were making things happen. And uh, they might be extremely famous and you might know who they are, but um, I'm going to leave that a mystery. <laughs> I've sang my whole life. And because both of my parents are singers, naturally, I can kind of sing. I don't think it's that way all the time. But, you know, and I it's funny because I can sing and I joke sing a lot where I pretend like I can't sing. But I really, I can. I can hold a tune. I can't really belt sing. You know what I mean? Like super project my voice. I'm more of a whisper singer. <laughs> Maybe it's a confidence thing. I don't know. But uh that's another one of my hidden talents. Uh, I don't have any really random talents. I can levitate. Uh, it's a magic trick, but I can do it really well. And there was one time when I showcased my levitation at a water park and I had a crowd of people around me that kept growing and growing and growing. And um, it was a little, it was a little um, nerve wracking, but I performed and people believed me. <laughs> and then finally I just had to stop. I'm like, hey guys, I'm so exhausted. Like this is just too much. Uh, but other than that, I don't really know. I mean, that's that's that. But sh share down below what your hidden talents are. And uh, I'd be interested to know. Ah, I'm proud of myself. I haven't really been messing around with my shirt, but I also have not been moving around very much either. Sorry to all of you that are listening. That probably sounded super disgusting. I took a sip out of a bird's butt and then had a bite of lime. And I'm going to do it again with the other one. <laughs> I quite like these little glasses. They're not massive. And I can't really put a lot in them. That's why I made two. <laughs> no, actually, I, I made two because I just think they're cute as a pair. 
So I want to talk a little bit about bedroom role play. And if you've ever tried it, ever done it, if you have role play fantasies, and if you're able to get into a role and stay in character. Now, I've done this a few times, and it involved a wig, and it involved a scantily clad outfit. Um, And it was a lot of fun, but I felt really dumb (laughs) the whole time. I feel like, I shouldn't say I felt dumb. I felt like phony. You know what I mean? And I think the person I was doing it for really enjoyed it. And I acted like I think but what what else is it? I mean, role play is you're playing a role. (laughs) You're not yourself, really, you're playing something or someone else. Uh, But I'm just thinking like, there I've, uh, I was listening to Kalila on I think it was bloodbath, the bloodbath podcast, either that or Tiger Belly. This is Bobby Lee's girlfriend. And she was talking about how she does like mid-century role play where they're playing characters from like back in the day. And I just thought that was so funny. And I it made me wonder how many people role play. And when you're in like a long-term relationship, is it just something that you need to do to kind of spice things up a little bit? Because uh, schoolgirl, French maid librarian like there is a top 10 role play and I know this because when I go on these websites where I buy a lot of my naughty clothing and kind of interesting clothing uh, the top 10 costumes are always schoolgirl, librarian, um, French maid, then there's playboy bunny, then there is like a cop like a police girl and I, I just think it's it's interesting, but I, I've never really, I have enough costumes in my sea can outside <laughs> to, um, to have some pretty interesting role play. Because when I do my Halloween high tier on Patreon uh, every October, I get into character when I'm playing, you know, like a police officer or a schoolgirl. But I just think that, it's it can be so fun and I think that if the other person was into it as much as I was they'd have to be playing a role too I think the way that I would be able to do role play seriously is if my partner was in character too and it wasn't just them having their fantasy fulfilled by me playing some sort of character it would have to work both ways you know what I mean so I'd, I'd be playing like the police officer and then they'd be playing like the robber or something. <laughs> it would have to work both ways because if it was just me, I'd be like bursting a laughing. And that's another thing that I do all the time is I cannot keep a straight face. I cannot tell a joke without laughing at myself telling it. Um, as you'll tell, you'll be able to see this live when I do my Kitty Twister segment. <laughs> uh, that's just how I am. So in the bedroom, that is definitely a challenge to overcome. Bursting and it's good to have fun and I'm not against laughing in the bedroom, but if you're trying to play like a, a really nasty librarian, bursting a laughing, you can't break character like that. That's just not it's not allowed. So I want to share a little story 
with you. I also want your opinions on this. So about a year ago, I received a random email, as I do from time to time, um, from some representative for some prince in the Middle East. I'm not going to disclose. I know exactly who this is, but I'm not going to disclose who they are. Uh, their team reached out to me or their slaves <laughs> or whatever <laughs> reached out to me uh, because a certain prince wanted to fly me to this country and meet me. And so right away, I kind of assumed that it was BS. Um, I wrote back and I said, oh, really? Okay, who is this prince? And um, like, what are they willing to pay? Right? Because some of these countries are just wealthy as shit like they have money billions of dollars trillions of dollars so I was just curious I was like what are they going to pay me to do this because they better pay me a lot um, and just being stupid right not really thinking and um, they wrote back and they said that this certain prince would be willing to pay a certain amount, um, I would have to name the figure. And so I thought, okay, well, I want, I want this certain amount. Okay, I'll just say it. I want 50,000 US dollars deposited into my PayPal account before I even consider coming there for a visit. And this is before, so I should, it's over a year ago. It's like probably more before COVID happened. Uh, so so they wrote, okay, we will do this, but this will guarantee that you come to this country to meet our prince. And so they wrote this back. And luckily, I didn't give them my PayPal email. But I thought to myself, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> this is not, this is not feasible. Like I, if, if they send me this money, and it's in my account suddenly, because I fully believed that it would be, then now I'm bound to go there. This is something that I've now accepted and would have to go. And then I'm thinking, I don't know if I would ever come back. <laughs> what what kind of guarantee do I have that I'm not going to be kidnapped and put in like a cage with all the other pretty girls that this guy wanted to meet? So I really, my sister was with me and we were talking about this. And of course, this kind of money is insane. $50,000, like it was kind of a joke. And then when I realized that they were going to send it to me, but they wanted to guarantee that I would go, I was like, actually, <laughs> I don't know. My <laughs> Is my life worth $50,000? I mean, that was just to guarantee that I would go. That wasn't the actual full amount that I would get for going. Um, now, it could go one of two ways. I could show up there. This prince who has a crush on me, we could have dinner and hang out and he could show me around and try to sweep me off my feet. Uh, and then I would make my decision. Did I want to stay forever or did would I want to go home? And then whatever. Like, clearly, I don't think that that's the reality. That's the fantasy of it. But the reality of it <laughs> would be potentially that I would not leave there and I, I'm not accusing this prince or this country or whatever of ever doing something like this but I've seen like Indiana Jones 
<laughs> and when they're like certain people held captive and what the hell would I do? Use my cell phone <laughs> to try to escape? I don't know. Uh, and then I figured my sister's like, well, we discussed having an entourage, like having um, international guards go with me there to protect me and make sure that I'm fine. But when you're in somebody else's, it's like me trying to f fight a shark in the ocean. Very likely I'm not going to win. You know, over there, I don't know what kind of rules they got and what, what kind of rules they have and that kind of thing. But um, so I freaked out and I bailed. I didn't do it. And I'm happy that I didn't because like I said, I still think about how many people get sucked into that kind of thing. Like this is kind of entering sex trafficking territory and you know money is not everything and very likely it would be an extremely uncomfortable experience I feel like you know the red carpet would roll out and they'd pick you up in the most expensive vehicle maybe it would be a helicopter which I probably would not get into thinking about it uh, but you know things like just and you know what? I'll tell you what, if I had billions and trillions of dollars and I wanted to meet Will Smith, yeah, I'd be like reaching out, come to my party, make an appearance, whatever. And it could have been as innocent as that, but I don't think so. And I'm just curious as to how many people, girls or boys or get, you know, sucked into this sort of, I'll pay you this. If you, but 50 grand, that's a lot to pay. Like that was going to happen right off the bat. And I don't know. I, uh, I'm happy I didn't do it. Do you know of any stories? <laughs> I'm always asking you guys, leave in the comments down below if you've ever had this happen to you. Uh, I think it's a pretty unique experience, but um, yeah, interesting. Uh, let's get into kitty twisters. Now I have a jingle for cat facts which is just cat facts and if it was going to be witty kitty i was going to go witty kitty but it doesn't work so well with kitty twisters it's got to be like kitty twisters <laughs> there's my fake singing again <laughs> um <clears throat> i guess kitty twisters is maybe what it will be for now until i decide <laughs> uh okay so i went online and i found jokes that made me laugh out loud. And that's my rule. Whenever I read a joke, if it doesn't make me laugh out loud, I don't use it. So these all made me laugh out loud, or at least do a little, uh, <laughs> good one, you know, something like that. My family has a genetic predisposition for diarrhea. It runs in our genes. I came up with a new word yesterday, plagiarism. That one actually didn't make me laugh out loud, just so you know. <laughs> so this was on like a conversational blog and I was looking at jokes and this is what somebody wrote. Did you hear about the guy whose left side was cut off? He's all right now. <laughs> and then somebody wrote, he's got nothing left. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud. Uh, I was wondering why the baseball was getting bigger and then it hit me. <laughs> this is a sick one <laughs> watching my daughter at the park earlier another parent asked 
Which one's yours? Just for fun, I said. I'm still choosing. <laughs> she looked horrified. <laughs> uh, ew, ew, ew. <clears throat> I took my mother-in-law out yesterday morning. Being a sniper is awesome. <laughs> Another bad one. <clears throat> one... <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure. It's a wonderful saying, but a horrible way to find out that you're adopted. Jack and Jill went up the hill so Jack could lick Jill's candy. But Jack got a shock and a mouthful of cock because Jill's real name is Randy. I feel like I should sing that one. <laughs> what is that one called? It's called a mm, limerick. Is that what that is? Anyway, I won't sing it. <laughs> I asked the doctor doing my prostate exam where I should put my pants. Next to mine was not the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> I was digging in our garden when I found a chest full of gold coins. I was about to run straight home to tell my wife about it, but then I remembered why I was digging in our garden. The toaster, otherwise known as the ultimate bath bomb. <laughs> Wife, honey, I'm pregnant. Husband, hi, pregnant. I'm dad. Wife, no, you're not. <laughs> That's really actually not that funny, but uh, that concludes. I think that's it. Wow. We're having a random windstorm outside. Well, that sounds like a tornado, but <laughs> we're just going to keep going. So that concludes... Kitty Twisters! <laughs> Sorry. Funny fact, not funny fact, uh, interesting fact. This is not a cat fact. Not part of that segment. But <clears throat> my mom used to be, uh, she used to do voiceovers. What would that make her? A voiceoverist? <laughs> and uh, she used to get paid to go to a radio station and read a certain blurb in a certain amount of time commercials or radio commercials were always a certain time slot so she had to read a script within that certain period of time <clears throat> and before she used to go to record them she would warm up by reading uh, tongue twisters and she yeah she that's what she used to do for quite some time she was also in certain commercials but my dad and my mom used to make jingles for different companies I think one was an optom optometrist office or something and you know like jingles you know one eight hundred three six seven two thousand and one <laughs> alarm force that kind of thing that's a jingle so they used to go and record these and uh, I just thought it was interesting for me to let you know because uh, and and then also watching my mom on TV when she would show up on a commercial was like also super cool as a kid. I was actually in a few commercials uh, through my mom. They needed like little blonde girls or, you know, and so my brother, my sister and I and sometimes I think my cousins would be shooting these commercials. They're all on some v random VHS tape or some of them are uh, that is since gone missing and I'm so upset about it because I would love to go back and watch these tapes uh, of 
me and my brother and my sister, like as little teeny children, <laughs> uh, filming these commercials. And one was, uh, I had to, it was a jewelry commercial or a ju- for, for, for a jeweler or something like that. It wasn't like people's diamonds or anything. It was not, nothing like that. Um, and I had to film having a ring put on my finger and then hugging this random guy, pretending like it was my dad. And I remember feeling like really weird about hugging him just because I didn't really know who he was. And But it was just acting like, I was like, thanks, dad. And I'm sure <laughs> I did a horrible acting job because I remember being really like, I don't know who this guy is. Like I have to give him a hug and it was so weird. Uh, and then another one was where we were eating pizza at some pizza place. And then there was like pizza, cheese, and we were like enjoying, like having the best time of our lives eating pizza. And then there was another one that I did for an insurance company, I think. And it was my cousin and I and some other dude. And we were just throwing a ball around and kicking water at each other and like, like having the best time of our lives. And that's what a commercial is pretending to have the best time of your life <laughs> whether it's about insurance <laughs> or <clears throat> you know pizza buying pizza like a pizza joint it's uh it's really difficult to act like you're having the best time of your life luckily on my podcast and my channel i am having the time of my life so i don't have to act it's just really how i feel do we want to switch up the lighting here i got pink and orange going out no i kind of like it i'm gonna leave it i'm sweating you see all right so i'm gonna delve into another erotic story (laughs) i don't know how erotic the last one was and i have no idea how erotic this one will be but let's give it a shot so let's pretend like you and i are on some sort of tropical vacation and it's we're at a resort and you and I haven't met yet but earlier that day we were both at the bar ordering drinks and uh, I was with my family and you were with yours and we both happened to order the same thing a kitty elixir <laughs> let me just Take a sip. That was close. That almost tipped. And we both chuckled. Oh, (laughs) they're good, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they're the best. Made some small talk and uh, asked each other where we were from. That kind of thing. And uh, figured out that we're both single and looking for love. <laughs> no, that's cheesy. <laughs> both single and just there to have a good time. And so we part ways, but then we run into each other later on walking on the beach. You're going one way, I'm going another. And uh, we run into each other and then kind of like, oh, hey, oh, how's it going? And uh, we proceed to walk past each other and continue on our way when you say hey um what are you doing for dinner later (laughs) just so direct and I say oh well I've got plans 
with my family. We're going to go and do this. And and you say, how about after? You Do you want to meet up for another kitty elixir? And so I say, yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't see why not. I mean, it'll be hard for me to ditch my sister because we're besties. And oh, bring her along. <laughs> this is going to get crazy because, you know, there's tequila involved. So anyway, we <laughs> we part ways and then I realized that, oh, I don't even know where we're going to meet or how we're going to meet. And then, but you were already too far gone down the beach for me to ask. And I thought, okay, well, if it's meant to be, then we'll run into each other some way, somehow. So I get ready. I get a little extra ready, you know, because when you got a little flame or a spark with somebody that you might run into, Girls especially, we put in some real effort. So it was a beautiful evening. I had this gorgeous flowy dress on. Of course, I forgot to wear anything underneath as usual. (laughs) Such a pain, but you know. (laughs) And we go to one of the a la carte restaurants for dinner. And I'm with my family, my sister. My sister and I actually dress to match each other. I'm wearing a red version. She's wearing a blue version of the same dress. And (laughs) we've never done that in real life, but I want to. (laughs) Anyway, and we are having some really good wine and a little bit of tequila, obviously some food. And I look across the restaurant and I see you sitting with your family. And it's funny because you're with your brother, your parents, and it almost is like an identical situation where I've with my parents, my sister, my brother, and you're with your sister and your brother and your. So I thought, oh, interesting. So he's a family, like he has family, and so we kind of wind up seeing each other across the room, and you look at me, and you look so pleased to see me, and I'm obviously very pleased to see you seeing me (laughs) because I put so much effort in (laughs) and I get up to go walk to the buffet Uh, because generally like these a la carte restaurants they, they serve you but then you can go like to a little bread bar or something and grab something so I go and I start loading my plate because I'm a pork ball when it comes to (laughs) freaking resorts. And you walk over and you make a comment about how much food I have on my plate and how you can't believe it because I'm so fit and petite. (laughs) And I'm like, I know, but I just let myself go on these vacations, you know, just shaving food in my face. And you say that you are the same way. So you load your plate up too. And I really appreciated that you loaded it more than you probably would have because I was standing there. I think it's cute. You go back to your table. I go back to mine. And what do you know? Our families and us were done pretty much at the same time. So as I get up with my family, your family's getting up. And we just kind of like happen to collide. And because you and I strike up conversation, our whole family starts striking up conversation. And before you know it, It's a party. (laughs) And of course, my wild sister invited you all back to our hotel room because we have the king suite with 16 bedrooms. And 
16 bathrooms, a pool. Remember, I'm making this up and this is all fantasy, okay? <laughs> we have a rooftop pool and, you know, our family is only so big, but we got cabanas. We got music playing. Maybe it's a DJ. Actually, it is a DJ, of course. And we have an open bar <laughs> and we're just, we're going to party that night. So guess what? We're going to party together. Well, you and I go back to our hotel room with both of our families and we're having a rockin' time. We're all getting along. We're all having a great time. The little children are playing with each other. The oldest ones are playing crib. <laughs> and we're thinking, like, this is a really amazing situation and we really like each other. Uh, so I say, like, let's just go for a walk. Let's, let's take a walk down the beach to kind of escape the hecticness of everything. So we leave the hotel room. We go down the six flights of stairs because our hotel room is apparently huge. <laughs> and we start walking towards the beach and there's a thunderstorm in the distance that we can just barely hear. And we have had some tequila and I'm feeling a little bit, I'm feeling a little bit jazzy. <laughs> I'm <laughs> feeling a little like I kind of want to go for a skinny dip. Now, just so you all know, in real life, I do this all the time. I've been in I've been in glacier water. I've been um, in all sorts of places. I've been skinny dipping. So this is something that would probably actually happen. So we go down to the beach and um, there's nobody around. It's pitch black. Stars are out. Like I said, thunderstorm in the background. And... I sort of run a little farther away from you so I don't strip down naked right in front of you. In fact, as I'm running towards the water, the clothes are flying off. In fact, it's not clothes, it's one item of clothing because it's one flowy dress with nothing underneath. And off it comes and all you see is my a wisp of blonde hair dive into the water. Shallow dive, not stupid dive. <laughs> and lo and behold, I'm totally naked in the water and you're taken aback. You're like, oh my God. But you're of course wearing shoes, socks, shorts, shirt, jock strap. <laughs> Just joking. And so you take your time getting your stuff off and you can't get your stuff off soon enough. Uh, I see that you have finally gotten naked and through from the silhouette of your body, I see that you're, you got your pack in. <laughs> and you dive into the water and you're very respectful you're not like coming right up to me or anything and we're splashing each other and acting a little like kids you know kids having fun and um you ask me can i kiss you and i think about it and because i'm a live in the moment kind of gal I say yes, and you come up to me, and we grab each other's hands, and then just gently lean in for a smooch. And then of course I giggle <laughs> in uncomfortability and sort of just being as awkward as I am, and swim away, and you swim after me, but I'm uh, it's pretty much superwoman with my strength, so you can't catch me. <laughs> and I, 
wind up running out of the water. And luckily my dress is like a great big towel. So I just wrap myself in my dress and uh, you spring out of the water, not a care in the world with your gorgeous self. And you are just standing there in the moonlight with lightning in the background. And we get dressed and show back up at the party. <laughs> uh, and my hair's wet, your hair's wet, we're soaked, we smell a lot like seawater, and we have sand in our butt cracks. How it got there? I'll leave that to your imagination. Uh, and that's just day number one. And we have a whole two weeks left of the vacation. So I feel like that it was a good start and that's where I'll leave it. <laughs> Yay! That was so fun. Uh, that is like the ultimate fantasy, really. No, I shouldn't say the ultimate fantasy. It's a fantasy to go on on some tropical vacation and just meet somebody that you're just, you know, really excited about. So what do I name that segment where I just make up a whole story? <sighs> Erotic moments. <laughs> it sounds like that sounds like a strange like romance novel or something. Uh, let me know in the comments down below what your suggestion is. So I have been reaching out to a few sponsors for this podcast because it's kitty liquor. Liquor companies distilleries are kind of what I'm after um, because I can do a little mixology and you know create some cocktails and have some fun with that uh, and there was one one of my uh, subscribers mentioned that there's a, a liquor brand called a liqueur brand called pink kitty liqueur and I actually reached out to them and said, hey, this would actually be a good fit. Like, are you interested in like partnering for uh, my podcast? And uh, we're in talks right now. So thank you <laughs> to the person that suggested Pink Kitty. Um, anyway, I just uh, there's so many so many things happening, uh, especially since I started my podcast and I'm I can't really share a lot of it because it's still in the works, but uh, super happy with how things have gone. And I'm really happy with the amount of interaction I've had with you guys and how you have totally like you, you answer all my questions. You're so interactive and I just, I appreciate it. It really means a lot. And you know, our discussions that we have here, it's nice to kind of continue the conversation in comments down below and you guys can have conversations with each other. It's just kind of becoming a little community and I am super appreciative of that. So just letting you know. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, ideas, jokes, whatever, then send me a short little video of you if you want to be on my podcast and I will feature you and answer your question or listen to your joke or whatever you've got to say. Uh, of course, within reason, please keep it classy. Okay, I don't want any more dick pics or videos or whatever. Uh, send your submissions to kittylickerpodcast at gmail.com and I would be glad to review your video and then feature it on my podcast. And just to kind of have a bit more fun here because that's what I'm here to do is entertain and also be entertained because you guys are, you make me laugh a lot. All right, everyone. Now it's time for Cat Facts. 
All right. So I go online and find the most interesting facts that I can that I had never heard before that I think that you guys might be interested in in hearing slash learning. Uh, Okay. So the first one, and this would explain a lot. And maybe some of you know this, some of you don't. I sure didn't. That you lose up to 30% of your taste buds during flight. Uh, This might explain why airplane foods get such a bad reputation. The elevation in an airplane can have a detrimental effect on our ability to taste things. According to a 2010 study conducted by Germany's Fraunhofer Institute for Building Physics, for building physics, <laughs> uh, the dryness experienced at high elevation as well as low pressure reduces the sensitivity of a person's taste buds uh, to sweet and salty foods by about 30%. So that makes sense. Now, does airplane food taste as bad as it actually does? Like, would it taste different if you were eat- eating it on the ground as opposed to in the air? Also, what if the airlines adapted their food to, like, they added 30% more salt? <laughs> or, you know what I mean? They changed it. Like, would that work? Is it different for everybody? I wouldn't think that dryness should be a... Uh, Dryness, dryness experienced at high elevation. Are is, are the flights really that dry, or is it just? Does it depend on the cabin, or you know what I mean? How many people are sweating? <laughs> Ew. Anyway, interesting fact: your nostrils work one at a time. When we breathe, <clears throat> when we breathe in and out of our nose during the day, one nostril does most of the work at a time, with the duty switching every several hours. This nasal cycle is dictated by the same autonomic, autonomic, the same autonomic nervous system that regulates heart rate, digestion, other unconscious bodily functions, and is the reason why when our nose gets stuffed up, it does so one nostril at a time. Interesting. The M's in M&M stand for Mars and Muri. Sorry, Murray. <laughs> I've, I, in my mind, Murray is spelled M-U-R-R-Y, but this is spelled M-U-R-R-I-E. So I'm like, uh, to me, it's Miri. And I could be right, but uh, that would be Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray. I'm just going to stick with Murray. The two businessmen who created the candy-coated chocolates. The two actually had a very contentious relationship as Marge March, as Mars leveraged Murray out of out of his twenty percent share in the company in nineteen forty nine, years before M and M's would become the best selling candy in the U S, paying him just one million dollars for a share of business that would quickly be worth billions. Cotton candy was invented by a dentist. It is not known whether William Morrison had an ulterior motive for inventing the the soft confection, but the dentist, no doubt, helped ensure others in his profession continue drawing in plenty of customers. In nineteen, sorry, in eighteen ninety seven, he partnered with candy maker John C. Wharton to develop the cotton candy machine, which at the time was known as Fairy Floss, and it's been bringing kids cavities ever since. Interesting. Uh, chewing gum boosts concentration. 
Uh, so the next time you're having trouble focusing, you might want to reach for a stick of gum. That might help me actually in my speech. I could probably talk better with gum in my mouth. <laughs> Uh, A 2013 study in the British Journal of Psychology found that those subjects who chewed gum while taking part in memory challenge, taking part in a memory challenge, were able to stay focused for longer periods of time than those who did not chew gum. It's kind of like listening to, let's say, listening to classical music whilst doing your homework or something. It's, there's something about a your brain doing two things at once that enhances one of the things that you're doing. See, for me, if I was chewing gum while I was trying to concentrate, I would chew gum better and concentrate less better. <laughs> It'd be the opposite for me. Uh, no, that's not true, but uh, it's interesting how that works. And sometimes, you know, like having the TV on in the background to be able to fall asleep. There's something about that. That might be a completely different thing, but anyway. <clears throat> So this I found interesting. A dozen bodies were once found in Benjamin Franklin's basement. What is that about? Uh, <clears throat> were you aware of the fact that multiple skeletons were found in the basement of Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin's London home? No, I was not aware of that. The bones were discovered during a 1998 renovation of the house and were identified as being from nearly a dozen people, including six children. The most plausible explanation is not mass murder, but an, an anatomy school run by Franklin's young friend and protege, uh, William Hewson, wrote The Guardian, which I think is a magazine or something. Uh, that's not to say there wasn't any funny business going on. The resurrection... The resurrection men could deliver bodies stolen from graveyards in the Thames Wharf at the bottom of the street while there was a weekly public execution at the gallows on the other side of the garden wall, the publication reported. So apparently the bodies were not from like murdered people. They were from, they had some sort of anatomy class downstairs and they were using bodies from the graveyard <laughs> or whatever from the and they were using bodies from like people who had been hung but why would there be children i don't know weird so that concludes cat facts <laughs> uh i thought that those were some interesting things and of course this is all drawn from the internet if you have any questions about any of these topics please feel free to do your own research because I'll tell you what, nowadays, I don't know who to trust, what to trust, especially like if it's coming from some sort of, I don't know, <laughs> like respected news source, because I feel like even those are a little sketchy, if you know what I mean. Do you like this top? Tell me what you think. I've got little bell sleeves here. It's definitely kind of 90s vibes. And uh, I've got so many different things from this past haul that like I said you're going to be seeing more of it and I'm super excited I haven't even unboxed everything I don't even have enough hangers right now to hang this stuff <laughs> because it all needs to be hung up and kind of showcased otherwise I don't remember that I have it and then I never wear it but it's so nice to have a bit of extra closet space for some of these pieces because it's so much fun mm -mm. this does need a little bite of lime right in my pants <laughs> I'm not drunk 
Wow. Oh my God. I'm sorry for those of you listening. It sounds so gross. Do you want to know what's fun? If you drink out of this thing properly, it whistles. It does like a little... That's what it kind of sounds like. But, but I don't know. I did it one time and that was kind of where it ended. Hot damn. I do make these pretty weak, by the way. The um, last thing I want to do is get drunk on my podcast. <laughs> is there even any alcohol in the middle? Hmm, it's a mystery. Well, everyone, that concludes episode six of Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Once again, this podcast is sponsored by nobody. That's actually a lie. It's sponsored by me. Because guess what? It is. It is the 21st when you're watching this, which means that there are 21 micro bikini try-ons right now on my high tier. 25 days of micro bikinis is almost over. And when all the videos are finished, meaning the end of the month comes around, all the videos disappear. So and then you have to wait till next May <laughs> 2022, baby. Uh, and I try on micro bikinis. In fact, I have a little one to showcase for you right now. Uh, this is actually from a previous tier. Here's the bottom. And as you can see, got a little bit of mesh situation going on. So this is actually maybe a bit more coverage than some of the bikinis I feature in my high tier this month. And the top. This is actually, I'd say, one of my favorite micros and because of the color and the lace. And if it's a hot, hot day and you're on the beach, you don't want to be sweating, right? <laughs> so uh, just showing you what a micro bikini actually is. And there are 25 of them plus, and I think it's official now, I'm going to be doing a wet test for three of them, one of which is white. And the other two, I'm still deciding which ones the other two will be. So three bikinis in my shower. We're going to see how they fare in the water. <laughs> so go ahead and check that out. It'll be linked in the description box down below. The link to my Patreon page. And also I've got an OnlyFans for $5 a month. And I've also got a subscribe star. So like I said, those will be linked down in the description box as well. So if you're just watching the podcast for the first time and you don't know who I am, I'm Cat Wonders and I try on bikinis for a living. <laughs> uh, not just bikinis. I do all sorts of things to dresses, stilettos, I've got exercise wear, you name it. Uh, but I do specialize in bikinis. And uh, if you want to see that kind of content, then go ahead and subscribe. I really hope that I've earned your subscription today with this podcast. And I've got lots of other stuff going on. Sorry, I just like whacked the microphone. Uh, so like I said, I hope I've earned your subscription and a like. And I just want to say a big thank you to all of you who are spending this time with me. And if you made it to the end, extra big hugs and kisses to you. And of course, once again, if you have comments, questions, jokes, interesting facts, or things that you think that would work well in any of my segments, please leave those down in the comments. I would really appreciate it. I often say, leave your comments in the description box. What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no leave your comments down below 
I don't know why, because I fill the description box out, not you. So anyway, uh, apologies for all that drives you guys nuts, I'm sure. All right. Thank you all so, so much for listening. And I will see you all, talk to you all in my next podcast.